I'm Annie Apple, and I'm here to invite you to come and listen to my new podcast series, Raising April. It's the most intimate sports-related conversations you will hear. Each week, we explore the journeys of some of your favorite NFL players through the eyes of those that know them best. From Joe Burrow, DeAndre Hopkins, Miles Garrett, Ezekiel Elliott, Nick and Joey Boza, just to name a few. With exclusive insights and information, we leave no stone unturned. Subscribe now to Raising a Pro on your favorite podcast app. HD Smartcast. You're listening to a Hindustan Times production brought to you by HD Smartcast. Hi, I'm Sanchita Sharma. I'm the health and science editor with the Hindustan Times. Welcome to my podcast, Healthwise. Each episode will bring you up to speed with the top of the mind health, science, and environment issues. You'll hear experts who will help you better understand policy and decipher jargon so that you can make the choices that work best for you. Coronavirus disease has fed at least 2,000 rumors, conspiracy theories and stigmatizing posts that have been shared in 25 languages in 87 countries, where they've led to hundreds of deaths, thousands of hospitalizations and several acts of violence. Now, these are the findings of a new analysis which have been published recently in the American Journal of Tropical Medicine and Hygiene. Now, the study which analyzed 2,276 COVID-19-related reports on news websites and social media platforms like Facebook and Twitter between December 31, 2019 and April 5, 2020, found that the highest number of rumors, conspiracy theories and stigmatizing posts were from India, followed by United States, China, Spain, Indonesia, and Brazil. Now, this should not really come as a surprise, because if you really look at these countries, they're all highly populated countries, so the more number of people there are, the more uh, they're going to share uh, posts, they're going to share information. So the volume should not really bother you. It's the content of the kind of information, the information being shared, which is of big concern. Because the study actually found that, you know, rumors like drinking cow urine, which of course originated in India, uh, or or uh, drinking camel urine spiked with lemon, uh, lemon juice, which was from Saudi Arabia, uh, rumors that this prevented or cured COVID-19 were harmless. But then there were other rumors that were being circulated, like drinking methanol to cure COVID-19. And this alone was linked to 800 deaths and around 5,876 hospitalizations and 60 cases of complete blindness. And that's the term the study used. And it also found that stigma against healthcare workers and people of Asian ethnicity was linked to at least 26 violent attacks till April 15 this year. Now, an interesting finding of the study was that 82% of the claims that were shared were false, only 9% were correct, 8% were misleading, and 1% were unproven. So I spoke to some experts and what they said was that during a public health crisis, people tend to concentrate more on rumor and hoaxes than on science simply because it's a disease that's new, uh, it, it's a situation that they've never encountered before and they often to be told again and again how to deal with a very, very new situation. So governments and international agencies need to do is to monitor and debunk false claims and engage with social media companies to spread correct information 
so that people can protect themselves from infections like coronavirus disease. Managing rumors, dispelling misinformation and conspiracy theories, and mitigating fear and stigma directed towards persons and places affected are essential to pandemic preparedness and control, say experts. So in a situation like this, what you really need to do is to use both conventional as well as social media for very crisp expert communication. And you have to counter misinformation through quick and easily comprehensible clarifications, which have to be communicated by a very, very credible figure through like different channels. And along with this, you also need regulatory measures, which which need to be used to curb the spread and sharing of malicious misinformation, even while correcting the misguided persons. And of course, when I'm saying correcting, you just need to tell people that, hey, what you're doing is what you're sharing is not correct instead of locking them up somewhere. But yes, very often a lot of this information is shared. Unwittingly, people don't know better. And very often they need to be told what the correct picture is. Because even the study found that among all categories of misinformation that was tracked, the most common were rumors related to coronavirus disease illness, transmission, deaths, followed by interventions focusing on infection prevention and control measures. So these were like not malicious rumors which are out to harm someone. So I'll give you some examples. What the study found was among the most popular rumors were being shared were that eating garlic can prevent a coronavirus disease and among the other preventions and cures were keeping the throat moist, avoiding spicy food, having vitamins C and D, having medicinal herbs and spraying chlorine to prevent infection. And of course, there was the fun drinking element. Popular drinking cures were drinking bleach, which could hurt you, alcohol, tea, cow urine, which of course came from India, camel urine with lime, which was Saudi Arabia. And people even believe that holding your breath for more than 10 seconds to self-diagnose the new coronavirus infection would work. And conspiracy theories were not all that common in India. They were more common in China, Iran, Russia, United Kingdom and the United States. And among the conspiracies that went viral were about COVID-19 being a bioweapon made in Wuhan in China, COVID-19 being made by international agencies and pharma companies to sell vaccines. And some countries in the Middle East believe that it was a conspiracy against the culture and honor of certain religious cities uh, in the Middle East, which was the real reason why a rogue virus had been spread. And I would like to just underline here that all of this is baseless and completely untrue. So this is not happening for the first time because misinformation in the past related to disease has also led to violence, mistrust, social disturbances and targeted attacks on healthcare providers. This happened during the Ebola outbreak in in, uh, DRC Congo in uh, 2019. There were attacks on Asians during the SARS outbreak in China in 2002-2003. And even during the initial days of the HIV epidemic, uh, there was a rumor that HIV did not exist. uh, And it was, you know, just a conspiracy. So people refused treatment in South Africa, where a lot of uh, home remedies and local cures were also being promoted, which actually led to a lot of people dying because they refused treatment. And again, Zika, when the 2015-16 outbreaks happened, there was this theory going around that it was a biological weapon. But again, all these theories were false, they were untrue. But it did a lot of damage because 
a lot of people believe that health workers were deliberately spreading let's say ebola virus during the ebola epidemic and uh, this again led to people denying treatment so this kind of misinformation can potentially seriously damage individual as well as community health uh, especially when it's not evidence based it's when it's not science based and it can actually contribute to the growth of an epidemic and increase community transmission so we really have to be very careful about what we get in our inbox what are the kind of text mails we are getting and we have to think twice before forwarding them just do a fact check you have to make sure that whatever you're sharing is true because even if you don't follow it somebody else will and it can damage their health or prevent them from seeking treatment so guys stay safe If you still have any queries or would like me to cover a certain health topic do feel free to reach out to me you can reach me at sanchex that is at s a n c h x or at ht smartcast we are available on facebook twitter and instagram for more such podcasts log on to htsmartcast.com until next time goodbye this was a hindustan times production brought to you by ht smartcast HD Smartcast. I'm Annie Apple, and I'm here to invite you to come and listen to my new podcast series, Raising April. It's the most intimate sports-related conversations you will hear. Each week, we explore the journeys of some of your favorite NFL players through the eyes of those that know them best. From Joe Burrow, DeAndre Hopkins, Miles Garrett, Ezekiel Elliott, Nick and Joey Bosa, just to name a few. With exclusive insights and information, we leave no stone unturned. Subscribe now to Raising a Pro on your favorite podcast app.